For many, you might have interacted with the portion of scripture that reads, Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Do you ever pause for a moment and conduct an internal assessment whenever you read that verse? Suppose you've ever wondered what functional role the heart plays in our relationship with God and how it enables you to maximize the possibilities we have in Christ Jesus. You might want to stick around for the next four episodes as we do an in-depth study on the inner workings of the heart and how it interplays in our desire for God, our role in service, and how we ultimately worship God. Welcome everyone. Welcome to the Bug Podcast. Welcome to episode three of season two. Uh, Thankfully, this is episode two in this series, um, A Heart Like God, I think. But yeah, we're so ha- glad to have you with us. We hope you, you're, you're caught up <laughs> With the episodes and yeah, I guess we just head off, head right into like icebreaker questions and just asking each other how each other's week is, how it's been. And yeah, today we have a guest. <laughs> He's already <Ooh>. smiling. <laughs> I think you're meant to allow us to introduce you. Know, no from there, no from there. <laughs> Hello, uh, his name is David, aka So Loved. <laughs> Is it AKA or his name no, is no, Solo? No. My name is Solo. Okay, okay. I want to change my, like, I, I, I want to go and change my official name. Please, just Those are my that parents who know. My mom yeah, exactly. will never forgive me. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> my, my name is David Chinova, and I'm so loved. We are so loved of God. So that's my identity. <laughs> Why is Homer laughing? <laughs> this episode is very serious, guys. <laughs> You don't believe, you don't believe, <laughs> or you just don't like the name so loved. Uh, no, that laughter was not a positive laughter. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, kindly, kindly repent, kindly. <laughs> We're a few minutes in, David. Yeah, like, like this, this is second. I don't want to record anything. <laughs> Wait, are you not already recording? Yes, we are. <laughs> no, but did you see how he was laughing? <laughs> it was laughing like... <laughs> oh my days. Please. All right. Wait, so you want it to be serious? No, no, no. no, 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 no this is how we are. This is how we are. Yeah, this is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a different vibe and different feel from what we've had in the past. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's good, it's good. We love it, we love it. And actually... <laughs> It's not, it's not keep up, keep up, keep up. The keep good up work. the good work, keep up the good work. <laughs> no, we're going. So this is it. Yes. Ha. Huh. <laughs> listeners are like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, anyone listening to this is like, oh, I'm so confused yeah. right now. Pete is Guys. probably saying, what am I raising here? <laughs> what, what are these people are raising here? Is this... <laughs> Oh, oh PD, PD, we are, we have, we, yeah, serious. we came with some scriptures too. <laughs> Okay, guys. Okay, guys. Serious. Uh, okay, oh. Manuel, please. Please, <laughs> let me redirect my focus to you. How was your week? <laughs> my week was great. Uh, just working. Uh, same old, same old, really. Nothing really changes apart from, like, obviously, like, church at work, um, which obviously has, like, a more interesting, like, dynamic to it and things like that. But, yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a great week. Amazing. How about you, David? How was your week? It was wonderful. Lots of studying, lots of songwriting, recording, um, praying. What was the studying for? Studying. Oh, for a certification for, I'm working on my, should I say, 
transition into cybersecurity. Oh, that's nice. So yes, thank you. And yeah, I've been taking some certification courses. So the exam for the last one is next week. Okay. Yeah, so I was studying, studying. And then my brother's graduation was Friday, so I had to go for that as well. That's nice. Congrats to him. Thank you. Ah, was it in Toronto or you had to travel? No, it was in Toronto. Okay. Yeah. It was it was a it was wonderful, but it was not my setting. Mm. Like just sitting there listening to all this. Haven't you gone? Uh, didn't you attend your own? Mine thankfully was during the lockdown. Say thankfully. So, <laughs> Say thankfully. So, Do you know how many so, people I've met there? Like I didn't even get to have a Oh, it was I I was so happy. Really? Like, okay. Yeah, the, <laughs> I guess you're knowing so all this. It's just cause it's lots of like I don't know how to put it, but the ceremony I'm not into those oh. things. Well you you at least took grad pictures. I did. Okay. If we could just come sit they just we just walked down the mm. aisle. That was fine. I don't have an issue. I with mean, it. but you're celebrating four years. I mean, passing yeah. through university is it's a milestone. It's a, it's yeah, a milestone. It's a milestone yeah. as well. So, I mean, that's why there's that ceremony for you guys. It's not the most fun ceremony, but True. it's something, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm happy for him. He's graduated, and yeah, that's that's what my week was like. Amazing, amazing, and yeah, just like money echoing everything that money said. Um, my week seems to be, you know, a little bit routine. Um, so, I mean, aside from work, <laughs> not really much happened this week. Um, I'm, I'm excited that work started picking back up um, last week. It's been slow for a couple months, like the last three, four months. So, I'm happy actually getting to do something <laughs> during like the hours, yeah. during those eight hours that I have to show up. So it's been great. It's been good. And I was really, really anticipating this recording. Like I've been looking forward to it for the longest time. So we're going to have amazing people for this series. Um, just trusting God to, you know, um, speak through the different people that we've invited. It's always such a privilege to hear from them. So I hope that you're blessed and, you know, you really stay tuned in. All right. So you're aware that we have David in the house. It's not coming out. Apostle, <coughs> apostle. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> that one's giving out. <laughs> okay, well, we have David in the house. We're just going to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. So you're just going to tell us, um, you know, a little bit about yourself. You're going to tell us. We usually ask this one question, which is like, um, what's one thing that's interesting about you? Just so people get a little bit more content and character out of you. And then we have an icebreaker question for today. And that is... Um, what is one worship artist or gospel minister that you've been listening to consistently, repeatedly for the last week, month, few days? Like you've just had this person on repeats. What's what's that one one artist? Yeah. Please. Okay, thank you. That is not so loved. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I've actually been listening to Okay, I should introduce myself. I'm, I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a. <laughs> Why are you laughing again? I'm a lover of God, seeker of God. Um, um, I'm the third of five. <laughs> uh, let me explain. Let me. If David go for it, goes for interview. <laughs> Tell me about, about yourself. yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, I was born 
you know, in Nigeria, I'll, I'll give you my family tree. <laughs> Before I'm done, they'll say, okay, okay. Okay, but on a serious note, yeah, I am passionate about the getting to know God. I'm passionate about spending time in fellowship with God, about testifying or sharing my testimony or bearing witness to the truth of God. And I like, you said one interesting thing about you. I am always excited, always happy. I was saying, I don't know what it's like to have a bad day, you know, and that's even when I'm, I'm, when I'm around people that are not, that are down or it takes, it takes me a while to adjust to it or like, yeah, because I just come with so much, like you were saying. What's the secret behind that though? The secret behind that, I think it's a gift of joy, you know, because I wasn't like this. I remember a man of God prophesied to me, said that I'm seeing God change your countenance, you know, and I was not, I was so not like this, you know, and true to his word, I became the total opposite. You know, when the scripture says, you take away the spirit of heaviness and in substituted with the garment of praise. I don't know if I quoted yeah, it yeah, right, yeah. you know. So it's 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 the spirit of God, it's fellowship, is the presence of God. What I do when I'm annoyed or offended is I go and pray. Pray in tongues. You neutralize that thing. I don't I don't know how to to survive a whole day feeling down, you know. So that's the one interesting thing. Um, my favorite artists, apart from, <laughs> sorry, before you go into that, like I would guess that you live alone, right? Um, yes and no. Okay, well, I don't you live have with my fam, my immediate family. Okay, yes. So and so, I, yes, I live alone. Yeah, technically, yes. Okay, so I, I guess what I'm just trying to find out from that is like you, you just mentioned that you know how to constantly stay in the state of joy what does that look like when you're by yourself like what type of activities or what type of atmosphere would you describe to be joyful when you're by yourself when i'm by myself um there is a scripture i don't want to come and be talking Go, about this is what we do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, there's, a, this, there's an overflow of, of, okay, of scriptures okay, no, i'll try and yeah. i don't want to don't be. don't hold back <laughs> oh, we do yes, scriptures. Okay, okay, okay. It's right but i never wanted to be this guy that says there's a scripture there's a scripture no, it's fine, it's fine, yeah. okay okay but um hey i, I mean i'm losing your question homer okay what's what's it like being full of joy so one of the things I'll say is you have to take or I take responsibility for my mental state. You know, if you're living alone, it's a you have the burden of um, protecting or making sure that you are covered if you're living alone, you know. So I, I do not joke with my the state of my mind you know if i'm down literally i can go watch i can i remember when i was in secondary school I, uh, when i was in uni i just wrote an exam and it, it didn't go well i thought i would fail it was that bad right after i came out of the exams i went into the movies 
you know downtown right mm. to go watch a comedy like i just don't know how to mm. exist because i can only function from joy like so i don't you know so what i'll say is take responsibility for your happiness it's your responsibility and you can condition the atmosphere of your vessel you can condition that atmosphere you know so if you love music i'm always singing always worshiping you know praying in the spirit that's the one i just realized now that can neutralize any you know any spirit of whatever is not normal once i sense it you can just switch into praying in the spirit before you know it you will be full of joy again there'll be a a a, what is it called is it spike or or surge of joy again yes my favorite artist let me see my favorite <laughs> so the people i love to listen to i like don't see so the come. question is who has been on repeat who has been on repeat it's been myself aside aside <laughs> aside okay let me should i write it down <laughs> okay, capital okay. letter bold letter well you said last week okay let me lie okay Not okay last so week, uh, like within the last few days last the last few days, days. Or, yes yeah, but, uh, apart from yourself who else who else have you listened to two songs <laughs> two songs um who sang god i look to you better music yeah 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 better music yes better music um do see on yeko I'll say do Sirico. Yeah, I'm a huge. I'm a. I, I'm. I don't even know what to say. Let me just leave it here before you guys become emotional. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a huge supporter. Of I'm God. a huge fan. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Like I'm blessed by his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his whole ministry, you know. And yes, do Sirico Theophilus Sunday. Hey, Theophilus Sunday. Hey, no, no, no. Like both of them, yeah, yeah, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. All right. I'm. I'm actually so happy that you got to mention joy. I wasn't even expecting that to be like the one thing that you. And I feel like that's the most unique response that we've gotten yeah. so far. And why I would say this because people won't say I lie about this. Like I've told Manny, I've told you this before that if I invite everyone to a dinner with me and yes. nobody please shows don't up see it. please don't I see it. see if everybody please declines it, or if I will no one says that they're going to show up but david alone comes oh i've had the time God. of my life yeah, oh yeah and yeah, i keep yeah. on saying that on repeat because there's nothing i'm doing oh my i'm God. just like i'm like david must come oh david God. must come that's david a huge endorsement and it's yeah. the truth i never even, like i never got to describe it i think you you just mm-hmm. i mean you're able to use your own oh. words right now too and i'm like i'm so touched it's a hundred percent everything i feel whenever i'm like yeah oh my God. So. That's tr- another interesting about me. I don't, I don't know how to take is. compliments, guys. <laughs> That's a very interesting thing. But thank you, thank you. Yeah. And it's 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 wonderful to be around you guys as well. That is to say to the listeners, if I invite you for dinner, please come. <laughs> please come. <laughs> oh, Manny will say, okay, now. Eh, <laughs> Manny <come."> must <laughs> see. Anywhere Honma uh, invites me to, I'm yeah. going. But Homer can cook, actually, guys. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. How did Homer the podcast comes, come about? Homer, this? I highly recommend Homer. <laughs> like, he can cook. He His yam is top-notch. Like, 
you know, it's the the sermons are working. You know, he's plantain. Whoa! Are you saying that PD sermons are working and translating to the kitchen? <laughs> but you know, this is actually a very it's, very huge testimony. <laughs> this is actually you can cook. I remember one of the first meetings I had with PD. I was like, you know, I was such. I was in a state at some point in my life where even my food was so bad. Oh, <laughs> so I was cooking and I couldn't even eat. You couldn't eat because it was. It was so terrible. Wait, did you pray before? Have you ever been cooking? And you say, no, it was just a very, God, please, it was just a food. very, it was, it was actually even before I came back to KICC and everything. So I guess at oh. that time I was just like, PMC said I went to the wilderness. <laughs> when I was learning to cook, I would be so stressed. I would be praying while I'm going. Yeah, I wasn't learning to cook. Like, it was so funny because like I had this, you know, I guess background growing up mm. where like, all my siblings had left the house. So it was just like myself, my younger brother, my my sibling, and my parents wow. at home. So I was like you kind of like responsible oh. for, and it wasn't like they were asking me to do these things. Like I, it was something that was, you had I, to do. Or else I, you I had so much yeah. interest to do it. Like mm. you can you can come to to wake me up and you find out that I'm already up doing those things because I mm. I just wanted to wanted. To. But I guess it was just like a period in my life, and and I, I <laughs> it was so funny. I mentioned to be like everything that was going on was translating to my food. So I guess. Like yeah. it, I, I don't know. It's it's yeah. a testimony now that people actually you know coming over yeah. and, and everything's tasting nice. I, I see <laughs> we thank God for for restoration of <laughs> of everything <laughs> for helping <laughs> you. Yeah, helping me through it all. Um. Uh, what is I guess icebreaker, right? Yeah. Um, uh, minister that has been on repeat for me. I don't know how she came on my radar, but she did. Um, her name. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right because it is a, it's a Yoruba name. Mm. Um, Sumisola Agbegbi. Did mm. I say it right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Mani, Mani would be the one to correct me. <laughs> um, I, I, I think there's been a transition since the beginning of the year where I've actually just been connecting to people that, when they worship and I hear it, I can tell that this is kind of a translation of what goes on in their quiet in their quiet mm. place or in the end. secret place secret quiet place. time secret place I'm a poet please be careful with your words <laughs> please in their secret thank place thank you Homer um, it's just so pure it's just so genuine and it's just so like it's it's contagious as well so for some reason I've just been listening to her more and I could I could sense a shift um, once I started listening to her, and there's, there's actually even been more growth with me lately, and I feel like there's no there's no day that that goes within the last three four weeks that I haven't listened to one at least one of her songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think that the, the the most recent one has been Honor. She has a song called Honor, and literally when I hear that song, I never really understood. I, I'm not going to attempt to see the. Is Europe. it in English? She sang it. <laughs> So the name of the the name of the song is Bola, but she puts like in brackets honor. Oh, right. So. Can you sing it? Let me hear. No, I'm not gonna sing it. Nice one, nice one, nice one. I'm not going to sing it. David. <laughs> you want you want a a a recording to just? Is it right? They say you sound like Sam Smith now. Ah. Uh. All right. Um, <laughs> I never really understood it when when people say like you know I hear a song and it makes me want to pray immediately. Mm. Ah, yeah, that's a spiritual song. Yeah, that's a song of the spirit. There was a time where I was, I was, God was giving me an instruction, and I was just, I was like, I was struggling to move through with it. 
And then that song came and I was like, oh yeah, now I'm ready to do it. Mm. And I think ever since then, it's just been that song that invites me into prayer. Mm. You, were, you talked about, oh, should I? Are you supposed no, to go? Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 oh, no, because you talked about a song that is able to compel mm. or it's, it's a song of the Spirit, mm. you know. Um, I know the minister you're talking about, the one that did My Daddy, My Daddy with mm-hmm. Lori Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny enough, she was someone that people were telling me, if you come to my... Well, for those that know Faye. Shout out. You <laughs> just, just, said it you just shouted so, her out. That's everybody knows that. But there was someone that was just like, you need to listen. She was sending me the yeah. song. Oh, have you listened? I'm like, no, there's I'm a woman. Listening. There's a woman. We're trying to make there's a woman called Faye, guys. <laughs> there's a woman called Faye. Um, so go on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she forced me for the longest time to listen to that song and to listen mm. to Sumisola. And I just, I just didn't yeah. want to at that time. But then after I did, like, I was just, mm-hmm. you know, Your stopped. life never remained the same. <laughs> but, but, Are you telling my own testimony? <laughs> no, but but I was trying to say like that's that's one of the ways you can tell like you were saying someone that has a secret place or um that has fellowship with God and it's it's how do I put it like it's you said you were having you were struggling with taking a step in the direction that God was leading you and then you you heard it. So God, through her, her work or through her vocal cords, was able to meet with you. Yeah, it was such a weird moment because I remember where I was and this instruction was like, it was a do it now type of thing. Mm. I was trying to pray, but I couldn't really pray properly. I was trying mm. to worship. I couldn't worship properly. Like I was so distracted mentally. And then the song just started coming in my spirit. Mm. And I was like, okay, now I'm ready to do this thing. And mm. I was like, how does that even work like that? I literally came out. That's where the boldness just came out from. Mm. It like, it dropped my spirit out of everything. Like mm. I was, I was, I was trying myself to, to align with. Mm. <laughs> That's actually the true prophetic ministry. Mm. Like God used her voice as a trumpet or as a, mm. as a like alarm. alarm. Yeah, yeah. To call you or to call us to order or to, alignment yeah. you know yeah yeah it was so powerful and yeah it's just been it so how about you money i'm not that deep <laughs> it's a lie money money no. is pd 2.0 ah i agree ah please <laughs> will pd hear this please please yes please no cancel one, that not, cancel that nobody has this trust that he has no pop pd will not start saying oh that money will go far let me take care of him. <laughs> That's what no, we left no, no. him last. I'm, I'm PD if 2.0. You've heard from Emmanuel, you've, you've kind of heard from PD. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but you know when someone says, I'm not deep, that means they are, they are deep. No, because like, even like when I was, I was like, I haven't, no one has li- li- like been on replay. I guess like lately I've been listen, listening to more like sermons than music, except if, except if I'm like on the go per se. Yeah, so like songs that, and Usually when I listen to songs is yeah like I said when I'm on the go, exactly. So like I only listen to music when something new comes out or when I want to pray, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and that's completely acceptable. Yeah, like, so it doesn't I don't have really... to be your own condition as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like listen to. So you don't love music? No, no, I do. That's how what I'm did, trying to say. How did I... you get that? <laughs> from everything no, so... you just said. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's how. In a season that's where how people do it now. Sermons. They'll say, "So and you don't you love me." So that means you don't love me. That means you obviously don't love me. Then. Hello, but yeah, no, I used to consume like, uh, like, like music a lot, but uh, there, there isn't a lot of 
um, what's what's spiritual songs that are gospel songs at the same time. So I, I try to be, except if I'm listening to music to learn the music, I try to l- limit my consumption to spiritual songs. But as you said, those spiritual songs have a tendency to push you to prayer. To prayer. So at the same time, I'm like, okay, I, I have know, nine to five right now. <laughs> like, let me know stats. Do but they I know that finish. you play keyboard and you're in the choir? That's what I was referencing. So you don't. Like oh, music. oh yeah, like, I play, easy, I play music, keys. Easy. Oh, I guess I get you what get, you mean. Yeah. Oh, so your joke won't land. <laughs> yeah, and you know me and landing jokes like. <laughs> okay, guys, for context, I play keys. Yeah. So you're saying that since I don't listen to music a lot, that means yeah. I don't love. So he's using music. it. Using the music, <laughs> but you're not serious, David. Homer cannot relate. Oh, I no. can relate. I'm just, I'm just shocked. <laughs> I'm just really shocked. I'm just shocked. Like, His judgment. Yeah, good. How can I be using this kind of guys? <laughs> Trust me, I'll never say that about you, David. Which now brings us. That's a great segue into why you are here. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Why? Okay. Why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> um. Okay. So this this series is. It's called Inner Workings, um, Developing Your Hearts for God. And I just remember when I f- I'd known David for quite some time, but I guess like when we decided to um, start like a little intercessory group, before we started and while we started, something that you always say is like, you just want people to burn for God. And it was just a repeated message. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing that if someone's like, describe David, you know, mm. the man that wants people to burn for so God. For <laughs> so I was like, there's no way we can have this series without having your oh. um, your voice, your, obviously, you know, like, it's the Holy Spirit that's speaking through you, but to have your input, have you say a couple of things. Mm. Um, so the title of this episode is The Desire of the desire for God, mm. the desire for God. And I guess like with that, we can just, you know, jump right into it. Right? Mm. You ready? Yes. Please. You ready? Yes. You ready? Feeling good, looking good. <laughs> what is it? Feeling good, doing good, definitely looking good. <laughs> definitely. He has like a routine. Yeah. You know, so once he does it, oh, this everybody, they're cheating him out. say, okay. <laughs> now I'm ready. ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Okay, so just tell us about your well you've you've shared a little bit about yourself, or maybe you can go into more context, um, especially as it relates to your journey becoming a gospel minister. Hmm. A gospel minister. Okay. Um my really and truly started for me during the first lockdown. So when you say gospel minister, okay, we are gospel we are ministers. So we can't escape it, but I guess I've just not put it that formally, you know. At this time, I, I'm like how I used to see it was, I'm just serving in my local church, you know. Before, um, let me just give you guys the story. But do you guys have time? We're here for you. <laughs> We're here to hear from you, learn from okay, you. Okay, let me just give the abridged yeah. version. So during the lockdown. Obviously, I'm from a Christian home. So I've always been around the things of God, you know. But I, we didn't love God. That's, that's the children. Our parents, uh, you know, have, yeah, <laughs> I say they're on fire. Yeah, like they're, they have chosen to serve God. And then as their, their children, you will be led in that direction. Whether or not you, you will 
you have to do it. So we prayed, we went to church, we served, we did, you know, but I did not really have a personal relationship or revelation or it was just something that we did and we had to do, you know. And But the first lockdown was when my life started. That's if they, if I if I'm asked, when did you give your life to Christ? I mean, I've been I've said that confession message. Like I can't remember when the one day I gave my life to Christ again. <laughs> <laughs> because my mom used to watch TBN, you know, and after the sermon, the man would say, Say after me, Lord Jesus, and I will say it. So I've been saying it. But when it became real for me was during the lockdown when um, God was giving encounters to people in our age group, our generation. Like so many people were oblivious to what was happening, what God was doing with the lockdown, yeah. you know, but he was encountering many people. So, you know, I had an encounter during the lockdown and I saw so many of my friends all of a sudden, the world, people that I knew were publicly, you know, how would I put it? They were not serving God in quote. Like their their social media was not for God; it was for whatever they wanted. And then all of a sudden, they are preaching about why you need to know Jesus. You know, when I saw one, two, three, you know, I I thought they were just doing it for just a trend. And then I saw one person that I knew. <laughs> so that was when I knew that wow, it's as if God is there's a revival. So during the lockdown, I had an encounter with God and that was when God gave me a new name. Or well, that was when the whole soul love thing, when God um, told me about his love and how that he was going to bring me into the experience of it, you know, and several other encounters, you know, by the mercy of God. It's not see, And now you can't, I guess someone might be thinking, what do I do to have an encounter? But maybe maybe you we can answer that down the line. But um so sh- this was I think 2020. Then um after the encounters, everything just changed. Now my my character did not change. <laughs> but what changed was that I knew for a fact that Jesus was or Jesus is. You know, people say even if at the end of everything and I find out there's no God, at least I still live the good life. Mm-hmm. I can't relate with that. Yeah. I know for sure now. I know for sure because I had a, an encounter and he called my name and he, he spoke to me. And, you know, that Can was... Can we bring David back again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question one, but I'm like, yeah, we I need can. you back. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to split this episode into two. Ah. Uh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you speak with my management. We'll figure this out. We can work something out. <laughs> if yeah. Chidima was here, what would she say? Chidima yeah, must be nice. <laughs> oh, poor. Good. Poor. This poor. Eh? I'm still trying to understand the boy. It's fine. <laughs> um. So. Hey. Uh, so I guess that was in 2020. Then I. It took me a while to understand what was happening. A lot of spiritual gifts, spiritual sense. It was as if I came alive. And a lot of things were happening that I didn't understand. I didn't have... Hmm, David, be careful. Be careful. Like, you know now, if it's now, you can go ask PD. Or, you know, but then it was just... It was locked down. 
it was only me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know how to navigate it. So that's made me press and push and, you know, you know, ask God. So, you know, it made me, it set me on the course of having to seek God, you know. So, um, and then when I graduated, I started thinking of life outside of school. You know, I knew I needed a mentor. Um, I started to pray. Somehow God led me to KICC Pastor Dio. And then he started encouraging me. He saw I had lots of songs I was just sitting on. So he started to push me to record, to release it, release. Set up the, he set up the album, album Our launch, team. you know, yeah. sponsored. You know, he did, you know, and then when I was to release the album, I then had a dream of someone saying, "With who is the spirit of God, you know, was saying, should I be saying all these things? How many people listen to this podcast? <laughs> Our listeners are very spiritual. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, that was when I had the confidence to start taking, in, to start going to places. Before when I'm going out, I'll be, I'll, I, I don't want to say I'll be afraid, but I knew that this is, I'm stepping I'm doing something I'm not yet. I don't know if I'm, I should be doing this. Mm. So I was very careful. If I didn't already have a relationship with you, like um, if I didn't already know you, if you invite, even if they invited me, I wouldn't come. I won't accept it. But then I had a dream and they said, will you go for us? I said, yes. And the person said, if you go for us, we'll back you up. Mm. You know, and that was maybe one year ago. You know, and from that time, you know, I've seen the glory of God, seen God, God's awesomeness, God move testimonies, you know, and yeah, we thank God. Glory be to God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, that, that was an amazing answer. <laughs> That's really dope though. Um, but yeah, just in that line, like you mentioned, doing... um. COVID, you saw people, like young people really start to have like revival. Is that like where your passion came from making sure that? So basically the question is, where does your passion for seeing the younger generation come alive from God come from? Um, honestly, I, I, it, I'm still trying to understand mm-hmm. most of what is going on with me and what God is um doing honestly i don't fully understand it but i just cannot how how do i put it whenever i see someone um that is out of order then even when i was also out of order <laughs> something in me would just yeah so i so it's it's i almost couldn't help it you know so maybe it's ordination maybe is these are the things that thank god for the teachings and for experience that is helping iron things out but i just find myself um i just find myself trying to figure out what is your prayer life like are you (laughs) are you fasting can you fast can you (laughs) you know um so i think it is the zeal of god it's the spirit of god even when I don't plan it, you know, even when I didn't, you know, I just see myself doing that when I didn't premeditate it, you know, so 
I think it's the it's the spirit of God that is working to will and to do to do that doing part. Yes. Thank you. I really appreciate your honesty. I mean, <clears throat> a lot of people will be comfortable to say that they are still understanding, you know, this experience that they've been on for quite some time. But that's that's a really sincere and honest answer. Thank you. <laughs> He's thank just smiling you. like <laughs> I'm well, I really do appreciate because I've been one of those people that have I mean it's not been directed to me, mm. but then within like my circle of, of friends, like I've definitely seen your impacts. You know, oh. a lot of my friends have been like, Oh yeah, David called me and you know, he was just checking in on me, just asking, you know, more about like, you know, just how I'm spending time with God and like he wants me to really go deeper. He spent some time with me answering questions. And I'm just like, I oh, get wow. these calls from time to time. He's like, Yeah, did David just checked in on me at this time? And I remember like sometimes you just approach me and be like, this person, what are you doing for this person? Mm. And that question was not like, I should go and buy things for them. You mm. mean like, it should be a lot more intentional, like just mm. like that relationship and ensuring that I'm also like bringing them into, well, mm. I don't know if I can be the one to to bring them into deeper experiences, but to encourage them and to let them mm. know that there's more that they can, mm. that they can, can, that they can find and get from God, you know? Mm. Um, so I, I always, I mean, it's just now that you're saying these things, that I'm, it's now like coming to memory. Like you would always come to me and I also still get those calls from people. Wait, so they will call you. They so they'll call, call and report. I mean, it's not like they're calling me <laughs> to report you. It's just like based off of like, you know, a regular conversations oh. during the week. Like, you just okay. tend to come up and like, oh, I'm so grateful to David. Aww. And even sometimes when they've had like really, really serious questions and then they're like, oh yeah, I was having this question and then I spoke to David. Wow. And, like he just sat down with me and ha- had time with me and I'm just like, wow, like mm. thank God for David. And so that's that's why I really, you know, we, we take these experiences and I just like personally, I've just told myself that I always like support David and like his ministry. And it's really nice also here that like, you know, you had that dream where, you know, you were just getting that leading to, to, to follow along with, you know, your calling and God is also saying that he's going to back you up. And that's really Amen. the truth about being an ambassador for Christ because mm. there's no way that you can be an ambassador without having that supernatural backing. Like mm. no one's going to send you out of his kingdom without the resources mm. To, mm. to fulfill their assignments, right? So mm. yeah, we thank God for that. That's really amazing. God bless you for that <laughs> testimony. Oh, it's a testimony. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like <laughs> what people like what people said yeah, to you. Have, you have, yeah, people love you and wow. you just have impact. Yeah. 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 <laughs> fans is David though. But I, I guess like we can still draw in like still on that same question that Manny was asking because like with that message you want people to burn for God like it's something mm. that comes up in our prayers it's something that comes up mm. before we even start praying like yeah what's that experience from like is there anything that you've is there any revelation that's come from your quiet time mm-hmm. what was the quiet time something no, yeah, yeah you got it now. quiet so time quiet secret, time, secret hey, hey, Woo, let's give it up for Homer. <laughs> It's not like oh, 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 I'm gonna let that one slide. <laughs> but is there any revelation that's come from like your secret face that really anchors that message for about you? burning for God? Yeah. Hmm. So, go ahead. Go 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 ahead. <laughs> um. So, what I was what I was liking burning for God to is a hunger and thirst for God, and. So, do you want me to share experience? experience? Bless us now. Why are you holding back? Bless us. Yeah, hands are open. Once you receive, I don't know. Like you know, Pidi has told us to not to exalt the word. You trust the spirit above. of God to to be the, the 
Okay, immediate okay. reports coming out. So um, sometimes if the Holy Spirit wants, or when God wants someone to release a message or to wants to bring you into a new dimension or a new season, he can give you a song or an encounter or show you something. So those days, I remember when what made me do the song um, It's On You, Love, um, Love Chat, was I came home one day and, okay, there were a series of things that happened. But one, one, when I was to record the song, I came home and as I sat on my table to maybe do study or work or something, I just saw like it, like a, you know how, how the Old Testament altar, you know, I saw something like that and I saw like wood, but the, the, sorry, sacrifice on the thing, but it was not just few. Like I saw God's altar and the sacrifice on it, just three, just like, it was very scanty. And the sacrifice that was there was on fire, but it was not being consumed. It was not burning up, but it was, you know, and it's difficult to put words to it. As I'm saying it now, I'm seeing, seeing that stuff. So, and when, when I came, or when I was thinking, what does this mean? And then the Spirit of God was not telling me that on, like, in our time, that we are so distracted that he has just few people that are living sacrifice. A living sacrifice is someone someone that has been offered up to God, you know, has offered himself up to God that me, I will live to be pleasure to you. I will live to give you, only you, pleasure, you know. A Christian will say, I love Jesus. Or a living sacrifice will say, I love only Jesus. So such a sacrifice is separated unto God. And so by virtue of being that sacrifice, God's fire would constantly be on that, on that person. So that person would, would have a zeal for only God. The, what the fire is doing is to take away my um, love or desire for everything else that is not of God or that is not planted by God. So basically that's understanding that was what made me, if you listen to the verse 2 of Love Chant, I was saying, um, we are the sacrifice. Let us climb our altars. It was basically a call to, to, to the secret place, a call to consecration and separation unto God, a call to, to present yourself as living sacrifice. If you bring the sacrifice, God will bring the fire, you know, and the fire will, like God has excess fire. The, Facts. Excess fire. That should be your next song. Excess fire. Excess love. Excess love. Excess fire. The rich in Uber. We can feature each other. Ah, these speakers. Let's speak. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'll feature her. What? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, anything for the Even kingdom. Even the caliber of the, of the for the kingdom. Beat. Yeah, message you. Yeah, man. yeah. Why not? <laughs> I'm loyal, Lou. Hey, let's let's not so lose focus. <laughs> so, let's not lose focus. I, but I have so much respect for Minister Messichimo. Blessed, like you know, just in case she ever hears this. <laughs> she would. I'll send it to her. 
I don't know how I have connections. Uh, it's true, it's true. How <laughs> much I'm mad. Now be like, eh? <laughs> Why am I just knowing this? <laughs> so PD was, uh, was autograph or what? No, just in case. Like, oh, oh. we have LG, we have the first oh, special services. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can make it work. <laughs> okay, what's, what's the next? Um, Thank you so much for sharing just the inspiration behind. What was my favorite David song? Love Chant. And he knows that. He knows that so much. And I think really what I was asking because like I just remember if there's one thing I remember from that song is this question. When I first heard that song, there was a question I asked towards the end. As the song was fading away, when are you going to burn? Mm. So now it makes sense with this story I just gave. Mm. I heard that question. I was like, God, how do I answer this question? Mm. When are you going to burn? And I don't, there are certain songs, when I say like a song speaks to me, that means I save it. Mm. And I trust my supposed not to listen to those songs too often. That way I don't get tired of it. Yeah, I know this. So if I'm playing Love Chant, something must be going on. Mm. And okay, so just to share a little bit, like typically, and I don't know why I do this, but I know why I do it. But typically, whenever, whenever I'm attending services, sometimes like my AirPods will be in my ear. Because like most of the services I've been attending lately, they've, the word has been coming with so much power. Mm. It's so hard for me to just listen to it alone. So there's there's like a little background music playing wow. on to soften the mood. That's that's the way my heart wow. kind of opens up. <laughs> right? And I remember attending this six-hour impartation service. Well, there was teaching before the impartation, right? And it was virtual. Six hours, and there was just this one tune that was playing. I kept on asking myself, for like the first one hour, I didn't know what song that was. Mm. And it was the intro of Love Chant. For six hours, I was listening to that song, like on repeat, and the impartation service. Obviously, God did what he was going to do, but I guess that's another description of like a, or another example of a spiritual song. Mm. I could not leave that song for the entire Mm. day. And so it's a serious, serious moment for me. But that was the one song that was ministered. And that same question kept on coming. When are you going to burn? Mm. When are you going to burn? When are you going to burn? Wow. Um, so yeah, I mean, take these things back. I don't know if it's part of your like, message. Could mm. be. I mean, if it's something that's so repeated, like almost every time, like, you know, you could sit down on it, brood on it, and actually spread to shed more revelation on this message that you've been carrying like a lamp. Uh, def- <laughs> when are you going to burn? You must def- burn. <laughs> Wait, and you're you. seeing things mm. too, you know, related to yeah. you know sacrifices. Mm. So it's like, oh my God, David. Thank you so much for sharing the house. Yeah. <laughs> and then you say you're welcome. <laughs> hey, man, is just hearing hearing gist. He has popcorn and Coca Cola. Yes, sir. just hearing our gist. <laughs> okay, so um, so I guess like we're, we can move into the section of like. How, what would you say is the desire of God and what are the things that signal our desire for God? Okay, so desire for God, I call it hunger and thirst. Um, I say, or my mantra, what's, what I look to achieve, I say my mission is to help or facilitate my generation to love, hunger, and thirst for God. And love so so i this is how i experienced it god shows great love you know the best worshipers i learned 
that the best worshippers are made out of the worst sinners. Mm. The worst sinners, when they experience God's love, they turn out to be the best worshippers. And I got that from the woman with alabaster box. She was the one that cracked the code or pioneered um, a human being being intimate with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are getting all my secrets. Oh, <laughs> you're talking about um, love yeah. chant. When yeah. I said that I break the box. Uh, this love chant song. <laughs> so we are breaking it. This is rev. That's cool. Yeah, this is every single line has song. a rev. <laughs> but yeah, so hmm, I, don't worry. There's more to it. So let's please, just, listeners, worry, go and listen we, to love chant. Soak it in. actually take you seriously. Wow. <laughs> thank God. We wow. just don't want to. <laughs> Good. Thank you that money is taking me seriously. Like, wow, I'm so touched. So, so the desire for God, it starts with God showing a sinner great love. Enough love that is able to revive them. You know, enough. I, I picture when someone is like you know these movies we watch when a patient is dying in a hospital and then they increase the energy they put so the 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 measure of electricity it takes to resuscitate someone Mm. you would ordinarily not um the person alive can probably not contain that you know so it's the same way when we are dead to sin god comes with a heavy dose of love to to bring us to wake us up so when somebody receives that kind of love that love becomes a weapon in god's hand Mm. god uses that weapon to strike their hearts so god uses his love to make them lovers of his so so god's love made me a lover you know and then when someone has fallen for God, falling for you, yeah, Jesus. So when someone the, the falls for God, drop, the song will drop. <laughs> that's I was just going to say, song. I was telling David before the recording that he has to sing for us so fast. And I was like, no, how can I do that? No, I'm not going to. He sang twice We ended up doing it. Yeah, no, I'm twice. not singing, so singing now. This is not no, singing, singing. This is just talk singing. But yeah, so so um, when somebody, when someone loves God or when someone receives God's love and they decide to respond, they go in search of him, they go submit themselves, surrender themselves. God then takes them into his family Mm -hmm. and fills them with his spirit. So now, when someone receives the spirit of God in its natural, um, uncompromised, undiluted state, that life is able to make you hunger and thirst for God. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't teach children or human beings how to hunger yeah. and thirst for food. It comes with the life of a human. When a baby comes, he's just hungry and thirsty for God. So everyone that has partaken of the Spirit of God, the true them in their true form, hunger and thirst for God. But they, but we have used the world and distractions to quench and quieten. It's like it's like burying or putting earth. It's like filling. You know, people now when they want to build close to the on the island, mm. they use sand to push the water yeah. back. You know, that's what we do. So everyone that is thinking, how can I hunger and thirst for God, is is just is just distracted or um, you know, 
something else has stolen their affection. Something else has stolen our our hearts. You know, so um, just to tie it together, love, hunger, and thirst. We receive the love of God. We respond to God's love by accepting Jesus. Then God gives us his spirit. That spirit in me quickens a desire, a hunger, and a thirst for God. Now, hunger and thirst are not the same. Or I don't interpret mm. them as the same. It's like food and water. Hunger and thirst. So I, I think of hunger like your desire to be nourished by the word. Hunger, hunger. You know, when I came, or when I started working with God, I had lots of thirst. I think I, I look at uh, thirst like... Deprivation. Yes, like you want mm. to stay in the presence of God. Fellowship. So then I was not reading my Bible. I was just fellowshiping, mm. fellowshiping. So my my life was bent. Mm. <laughs> you know, if you just drink yeah. water, drink water, you may still die. <laughs> you may, you, it may not work. <laughs> oh, so so I I I say hunger and thirst, the desire for God. You know, if we break it down to hunger and thirst, it's inherent in the life of the Holy Spirit when given a chance. There's one other factor that comes to play, which I. I think, or uh, I'll say our will. Because mm. if you see after, let's say, let God arise program, when you go home, you you may, you can push more. Mm. You can pray more, but you can also decide, let me just continue this, my Netflix. Let me just, uh. you know. And then that your will is now partnering with, with a hunger for this world and the things of this world, which would then, cover up or which would then substitute for or quieting the 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 hunger that the spirit that is indwelling in us um is is screaming you know i don't know if this makes any sense it does it okay. does it does. Thank it God. does it does it really does though and yeah that's actually a good point especially when you broke down like the difference between like hunger and like this because usually like i usually like just in- use them interchangeably but there's actually like a, a difference between like them. Anma, do you want to add anything or? See when you see me quiet. <laughs> yeah, D, like. When you see me He's quiet. about to prophesy. I'm just no, so keen. He's just so keen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't interfere, okay? So much was being said. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I, but as, as you said though, so then what then, what do you think then hinders people from giving themselves fully to that relationship or pursuing that thirst? One of the things for me, I, I'll speak about myself. Um, I'll say lack of understanding. Mm. You you cannot lay hold on something you do not know exists, mm. or you cannot you cannot sustainably yeah. operate something that you have not understood its rudiments. So most people don't know to cooperate with that prompting. They don't know that that yeah. is Jesus. Mm. That you know, we cannot see Jesus present here, like mm. Peter them saw. So Jesus said that I'm not going to leave you orphans. I'll send you one in my stead, which is going to be the Holy Spirit. So now, if I want to see Jesus, I just have to look for the Holy mm. Spirit, yeah. which is that, which is Him that is prompting me when I wake up to why not fast? Why not pray? Mm. Why not you know? So understanding is one thing. People don't. Ah, when I had that encounter with God, there was just a whole new possibility. If I had someone to coach me, many of those things, I aborted them. Many of those things. Because I did not understand. 
Mm. So I was just there's always restoration, Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. Someone is just here and I say, wow, this why is he saying it so harsh? No, because I guess yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually just speaking to you too, because mm. you didn't just come to pour to people, right? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, just understand that once you come back into that track and it's just a prayer of mercy to like mm. if there if there are things I didn't have like when I first started. Mm. And that's the thing. I don't think God is just going to overload you with things. And when he knows that you, you don't really have any support system mm. to just carry these things back. So now mm. that you're in a space that you're being fed yes. properly yeah. and then you have those avenues to ask those questions, get that coaching, get that mentoring. That you, have, mm. you start to see things fall back in place and God Amen. by his spirit begins to redirect you Amen. on that path that he already created for you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much, man. Be humble, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm being honest. Like, that's wise counsel there. Yeah. And I, like, people are blessed to, huh, this may seem like shade, so let me just end it here. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but people are blessed to have, you know, clarity. Let me just speak in parables. Mm. People are blessed to have clarity when they need it the most, you know. Mm. So let me just uh, say that, um, so taking it back to the question, so understanding of what is required, understanding of how the things of God work, understanding of how to walk in the newness of life. Because when I first came to God, I did not know how to abandon because I've been alive for so many years and I've racked, <laughs> I've, I've in my cart, my life cart, <laughs> eh? it was full. <laughs> <laughs> so so when I came to Christ I didn't know that I knew that I was a new creation but I didn't know that new creation must live new life mm. I thought I thought that you can just negotiate mm. you know so so people don't understand I think yeah. understanding you see there's, there's, there's no revelation of the father yes there's no there's no revelation there's no understanding of how to walk there's no understanding of, of what is required, you know. So I didn't understand how to, how to. I knew mm. they said pray. I mm. knew they said do this, but nobody was saying the how. And that's where the spirit comes in. That's where Jesus says, like you said, I will send you a help, a, the Holy yeah, Spirit. And I'll not leave you as offerings. Yeah. Just and like Philly was alone. actually teaching us, I think the process would also teach you. Yeah. So like you were saying, God, God. God obviously understood that I did not have those systems in place mm. when he released those things. So it's true, like you're saying. And over time, the process, like in retrospect, like thank God that I didn't have anyone because now I don't even stress them pity too much. Yeah. Like when I have, yeah, yeah. Like when I have a question, I go and disturb God. I disturb heaven. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, I wake up and... Don't joke with that word disturb. Hey. Yeah. Let's not joke with that word disturb. <laughs> <laughs> David is telling us... Boy, if it's an emergency, I'll not say, hey, PD, how, <laughs> how is your Tuesday like? What is your... <laughs> <If> it's, <laughs> so I, it made me find... God as the only mm. my only anchor because yeah. that was all I had I reached out to hmm like I reached out to some people for some reason many people didn't respond one person helped you know mm. but that's just a whole so the reason why people don't hunger and thirst for God is lack of understanding incomplete witness mm. so like um, they are not they are not shown the example 
another reason is is being overwhelmed or being submitted to the systems of this world. There are two kingdoms. There is one king, but there are two kingdoms. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of light, and then the kingdom of this world, darkness, you know. So, if I am making progress in one, it means that I'm foregoing the yeah. other, you know. So, um, many of us, by virtue of being human, being fallible, being flesh, we have built muscles in one area, you know, and then the intelligence to abandon my old man and walk in the newness of life, which is what guarantees hunger and thirst. Hunger and thirst can be extinguished and can be quenched, you know, the same way with food. If I'm hungry and we eat, it can it would quieten that hunger. Same thing with hunger yeah. for God. It can be escalated. You can you can you can tend it and it will become a wildfire that can spread and take down a whole city. Or you can, as we are saying this, are you feeling? This? <laughs> or or you can quench it with the the things of the world, like how Jesus said, and I will I will drop the mic and I will I will get my right. <laughs> like how Jesus said. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When I saw that scripture, I said, wow. So we live by bread. That means every say, six hours we're expected to eat. Could it be that every six hours? Could it be? Maybe not. I don't know. But could it be that that is the way I'm supposed to be consuming the word, consuming fellowship you know just spontaneously just worship god during my break just have a scripture should it be should i should i is it possible to even calculate this in that okay look i'm i am living by bread i'm <laughs> one of my brother like bread like real bread <laughs> he won't see it he won't hear this he won't hear this you know we are living by bread faithfully we are faithful we have a plan for how to live by bread Monday spaghetti, mm. you know, but then we we're just, just yeah, and then we trust God to help us yeah, with yeah, our yeah, spiritual yeah, diet. Yeah. That okay, yeah, we we'll just yeah. wait. It. Like he's so, a chef. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that's why we um I'm not saying people we yeah. because like I said I'm also still trying to yeah. understand and learn and you know so that's another reason why people don't hunger yeah. and thirst for God lack of planning. It's kind of like what you said also like. I remember watching a teaching, listening to a teaching by uh, the late Miles Monroe, and it was teaching on fasting, and it was saying that um, one of the things that, and PD Pastor has also shared this as well, one of the things that you should intentionally do when you're fasting is to eat God's word, because you switch diets, essentially, because you're going from physical food, you have to make sure that, if you're reading, like, for example, maybe, like, one chapter a day, if you're not fasting, you should probably, like, increase it to two chapters or three chapters a day, because... Ideally, that's kind of what the whole essence of fasting. Yeah, you're now eating spiritual, like food. So oh, yeah, powerful. But yeah. Well, it, it might seem like you were just giving an 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 analogy when <clears throat> you're talking mm. about food. But that was deep. Yeah. So deep, and it was a word in season for me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 
Because for the last two weeks, I've been getting, I've been getting a particular instruction mm. in terms of prayer. Mm. And it's, it's an instruction that can only be found in one place in the Bible. And I've always been wondering why this instruction is coming. But like literally just at, at the start of this week is when I decided to switch mm. and actually like follow up with that instruction. Mm. But it now connects to three square meals. So when you're talking about food, I was like, wow, it never even connected. Mm. Like as faithful as we are to saying, I want to have breakfast, mm. lunch, dinner. Some things are even in between. Yeah, mm. some snacks. Just, Every now and then, like, snack bites. Yeah. Snack bites yeah. of some <laughs> yeah. 121, you know? Ah, snack bites of this. 15 minutes in prayer here. Mm. Yeah. Well, not even mm. here, there. As, as you're faithful in that breakfast, yeah. you yeah. Yeah. have that type of... Yeah. And... and I was just thinking because someone may be asking, but I don't necessarily plan to eat in the natural. Like I just get hungry. Mm -hmm. So could it be that if I'm spiritually healthy, it sh I should a time should come when, like I should start craving. Let's say during my day, the Holy Ghost is saying, "Wow, it's been a while." With can you sing this song? Sing this song. You know, can you? You know, like sh shouldn't it be? The same way my body prompts me. Should my spirit But well, the truth is, to be honest, like, I feel like even within the course of our day, and that's also something, I think I spoke to, like, Pastor Jennifer, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, two months ago, and we're just talking about prayer. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that she mentioned that she's been doing lately is, like, she's like, there's no start and end time for prayer. Yeah. What makes you mm -hmm. think that there is a start and mm -hmm. She's like, I pray continuously during the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. During the day. And it's so funny because she had a question for me lately. And I was like, oh, there was a... Um, there was a response PD gave during Clarity PD. Let me go and find the notes. Mm. And as I found the notes, exactly what he said. There was a question on fasting and you know, when, you're, when you're so busy having nine to five, you're like, mm. oh, I feel like I'm not really fasting because like most of my time is spent at work. Mm. And what, one of the things that PD had shared and I had copied and pasted like my notes and then also sent it to her, which is also according to what she's been doing lately. is like, because like you can pray, be praying under your breath. Yeah. Mm. You can hold on to one verse, um, mm. you know, and just have that, yeah. Mm. going on at the back of your mind you know just hearing back from my like you know this is obviously something and that's also something that i'm also noticing i'm like why does it why do you think that it has to just be you know my my quiet time is 9 p.m and mm. nine it's between yeah. 9 to 10 and after that god can just yeah, be on silence going. right mm. um because like even for myself to like as i'm doing my thank god for work so as i'm doing my work like, like there's like some sermons going on in the background mm. worshiping like if i'm if i feel like you know yeah. you know sermon pause the worship and sometimes you just want to break out and just pray but you can do that under your breath mm. and no one really knows or notices these yeah. things so it can be things that you know you know, we incorporate during the course of our day and like break time is there for those people that work, you know, even like, you know, within the the, the times of your allotted schedule for school and your classes, like there's that little time that you can just spare and just like, you know, mm -hmm. use that to just, you know, either study the word, worship, pray, whatever it is, you know, as you're being led to. There was a, there was a story that Pastor Dyer shared about someone or like a minister where, Acute to speak in tongues anytime water flows. Mm. So anytime she mm. opens the tap, mm. it's like acute speaking to anytime she's in the shower. Mm. In tongues. And then also, as you were saying about like, do I feel like I need to be hungry to pray? Mm. Like, just in the natural, because I know I'm, tr I'm trying to gain weight. Appetites can be stretched. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's not like, the same way mm. I know I need to gain weight. Because I know I need to gain weight. I can't stop eating when I think I'm full. Mm. 
So your consumption As directly yeah. affects your appetite. Exactly. So if I if I increase it, my it, portion, exactly. my ration, then my, my appetite, appetite is enlarging. Exactly. Hmm. So that also happens in the spirit Go as deeper, well. Papa. <laughs> Just say Papa. <laughs> That's what PD was teaching us. Now, see, we have been saying PD, PD. PD is Pastor Dio. And <laughs> we say this exact description. That's our pastor. Like, yeah, he's yeah, our pastor. multiple times. Okay, yeah, so the listeners know. Because yeah, all the all the jokes we've been saying PD, PD. And you know how important the jokes are to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, continue. But yeah, so, like, don't, don't wait. At, see, and then Pastor Dio will also share something. Don't wait until... Because the way humans are wired, the appetites will now come when you are in an emergency mood. Hey. Never wait till there is an appetite to pray before you pray. That's a red light. Don't, don't, ugh, that's dangerous. Develop the appetites, please. Like, please, please, please. As someone who has been through an experience of always running when it is an emergency, don't live that life. It's not fun. It's not fun. Develop the appetites before you pray. And always stretch it before mm. you, your next season. But yeah. Mm. And do you have any response on like the question, what hinders people from oh. giving themselves fully to okay, their relationship right. with God? Oh, um, I think just like lack of faith and trust. Because um, I guess... Mm. Uh, lack of trust. Yeah, because the, the thing about working with God is it's step by step. Mm. Right, and if you can't, I'm a very like bottom line person. So what that means, I like to see where this is going to end before you know you start giving me instructions. Mm. But the thing about working with God is take the next step, take the next step. So, um, and especially for someone who likes to see the bigger picture, like like all the time for myself, um, that's something that usually hinders. And I think it's a constant. It's not like. You give yourself and you've given yourself. It's a constant immersion. It's a constant like check to make sure that every step you take, every word you say, you're constantly giving yourself like to God in that moment. So that that, that can only come from trust and just realizing that there needs to be a revelation of Abba. And Abba just literally means like source, sustainer, and protector. So if you recognize that God is that for you, then you would give yourself to him completely. Yeah. Hmm. Lack of trust. That hits the lack of trust. Because why should I give myself to, to someone you? Yeah. Have not mm-hmm. and you know our generation, we're not like yeah. our parents that can do things. Mm. Hey David. <laughs> hey. Please let no parents hear this, please, please. <laughs> like, you know, we we want to prove everything. Mm. Like I'm not I'm we are young. There, there's a lot we I can be doing. I'm not going to serve God if he's not real. If I didn't have an encounter with mm. God, I would never have been put my my youth to be <laughs> no 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 do you get so it's true that if if many people can know for a fact that God is trustworthy and that he he's someone that can be relied on you know they they may or they would be more poised to surrender fully to God that's that's deep that's deep mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, that's deep. Please. <laughs> Just break it back to you. We have anything to say, Honma? Talk, please. We want, to, um, we want to be blessed. I think for me, like the, like one thing that came up, um, so the question is what hinders people from fully 
from fully giving themselves to their relationship with God, um, I think one thing that really came up for me was just the cares of life. When you have other things that preoccupy your mind and your heart and you're chasing after those things and it's kind of like your spiritual life is in the back burner. Like it's just behind things. Maybe because like some people will say, I tried this God thing and it did not work for me. And so they just end up doing life on their own, even though quote unquote they come in on Sundays and they, they subscribe. <laughs> they say I'm subscribed to, to Christianity. Mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Um, but just having other things like just preoccupy your, your, your mind, your heart, and also take up most of your time as well. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's, it's just been like the truth, the honest truth is like we can't live a successful Christian life without the Spirit of God. And we have to develop that relationship with God in such a way that he directs and guides our steps. But not only even just limiting it to that, but the way you show up into the world and the things that you do, it changes from your relationship with God. Like you show up in an excellent way and you're able to pull in the resources from the supernatural that makes other people turn mm. and be like, you know, like what's really happening in your life? The same way, you know, the Bible will tell us of Daniel and his friends and he sees that they were found to be 10 times better than their peers. Mm. They were 10 times better than their peers. And, you know, we all know how Daniel, within the course of the of the, the times that he served with the different kings, what that ended up looking like, you know, with the different situations that, they, that, that the kings encountered and how the Spirit of God was able to present Daniel in those situations. And they ended up worshiping Daniel's God, mm. right? Um, so I guess it's just like a call to people to just prioritize God, put him first at the point of your day. And I just, I think part of the things I try to remind myself like every single day is that I really want to show up better within the course of my day because of the things I was able to get from my sacred place. Mm. Like I want to use that as my advantage to live this life. Mm. And so it really, really encourages me to put my quiet time first before every single thing and use that as the advantage to which I show up into the world. Um, there was this lady I listened to a lot. And, you know, there was this one time she was having like a closed-door mentorship session. And part of the things that she had mentioned, she said, half the questions I receive, when I think about those questions, I just tell myself that what people are really trying to tell me is that they don't know God and they don't know the voice of God. Hey, I said, like, these are coming from... These are coming from Christians. These are coming from mm. people that have been. So she, what she says, she says, and I'm just going to put this in our word because every time I, I think about what she says so often, she says, you know, half the question I receive, you're just trying to tell me that you don't know the voice of God. Mm. And she says, that is fine if you just give your life to Christ like one year ago, mm. but you've been in the system for 10 years. <laughs> that's exactly the system. She said you've been in the system for you've been, 10 ah, years. You've, you've been employed that's for this long. <laughs> and you don't know how to enter. What you've said now just leads me to something that I was just contemplating. Because someone might be thinking, what, why do I have to hunger and thirst for mm. God? And like you just said, someone can be in the system for 10 years or can be a Christian in the family of God for 10 years and still not have understood basics, the fundamentals. So does, so what it's, what I'm thinking is hunger. You know, Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and its rules and its laws mm. and all the things will be added to you. So 
what it means is that the reason why I should hunger for God is it is that hunger that will push me in the direction of seeking. And it's in seeking that I will come to understand, you know, how to how God does his things, you know, what God is like. So that hunger, that means if I if I have no hunger and thirst, I'm, I'm my life is shut down. That means that I'm not going to be seeking God in his presence that I'm supposed to be transformed and I'm supposed to renew my strength. That means I'll be burnt out at work. That means yeah. I will be I'll be functioning as natural man that is living yeah. by bread. Mm-hmm. You know, and in, on the long run, I wouldn't I would remain a, in the family of God. I would never like amount to anything in the kingdom of God. Like I I would not I would not know the basics. I would I would be like a child that keeps on relying on his dad for money, pocket money. Mm. You know, how do I help me pray? Yeah, yeah, and then uh, one thing also I realized is that like, um, when it comes to like you said about like if you don't seek God in like your secret place, you become like burnt out in the natural world. Like, so then I usually ask like, how are so how are like all the people who are unbelievers? How are they able to like push like through and like get through it? And in and literally like, I think it was this morning I I just said, are you willing to pay the price? Of that, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, obviously, I wasn't like contemplating it, but I was, wow. I was just, I, I was just, I was just curious. I was like, "How are you able to handle like because they have this life being drunk? You, you get what I mean? But their mm. own, their, what what powers their own life is different from what powers your mm. own life. If mm. that makes sense. So it is up to it is to our advantage to maximize mm. our battery potential. Mm. The same way they are maximizing their own. Mm. If that makes sense. So, yeah, the truth is there's no that's, void. That's, that's that's very enlightening. There's there's no void in the realm of the spirit. So we yeah. have the Holy Spirit. And you know, for unbelievers, I think there's something that PD always says, like in his previous message, he was like, I can never be surprised when I see certain people act a certain way because I don't know the spirit that's at work in them. There's always a spirit at work behind people. But to be honest, like even just going back to the to the simple example that we just gave like once you have the Holy Spirit even according to the word it says Daniel and his friends were found to be 10 times better so there's there's literally nothing for me to compare myself with yeah. in terms of my peers even if I am in the growth stage or I'm still developing myself and the spirit of God is still working with me on the inside I know I have his spirit that is more superior mm. more superior and a lot more excellent and mm. there's always going to be room. He's created a space for me to maximize that here on earth so long as I yield and submit myself to him. It, would, it should always be that testimony of wherever you are, you should be found to be 10 times better. Yeah. Yeah. And you should, there's nothing, we're not looking at anything um, in the life of unbelievers. But I think something else that came to me in terms of hunger and thirst, sometimes we have the desire for certain things. Because there was a, there was a scene in my life where I had, you know, a desire for praying more. I didn't know how to go about it or I didn't know. I, I think I needed something to, you know, when you have a cable that's not plugged in. Mm. I needed something that would plug in that cable for me. Mm. And one thing I noticed that some, 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 I, I, I'm trusting God to help me say this in the best way possible. Um, examples help a lot. Mm. Examples help a lot for for pastors, for people that are leading in church, examples help a lot. For people to know what your backstory was, like you, all of a sudden you didn't just become this person that prays five yeah. hours a day. True. What led to that? 
what led to that and i feel like you know it was within that season where i started to i was connected to someone that was sharing so much of their personal life and this person is doing amazing things in the kingdom of god but they were telling us how like you know this started it didn't start off that way mm. and by the time i heard their story and i heard just how much they've grown mm. that was the click that i needed mm. and i just remember listening to one of pd's messages um 2 weeks ago i think it was a series on love and light love and light and for 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 a long time like i've i've been listening to pd but there was this one time like i get one of the episodes he had shared like his story of how like he entered into uni and you know he was just like he came into a space where he started encountering people that were on fire for god like they were praying so much they were studying their word they flew in like the the, the gifts of the spirit and i was like wait so pd was coming to a space where he saw people doing <laughs> doing more so i was like wait i never even knew that that was a part of your story because i just felt like ever since you were born yeah, you, you were this so person that on was fire. on fire 10 hours yeah. but then hearing that story was able, i was able to kind of like humanize his his growth and his journey and i was able to see myself there as well and then now tell myself that if he was able to come into a space where he saw people do more it was also like a source of encouragement for me to also press in even though that that desire that fire was was there and i was exploring it but those stories really helped me bridge the gap mm-hmm. and i found it so so important anytime like the same things that have been prompted in my spirit like a lot of times like i'll have i'll hear those things the word with there and that's another thing like going back to the word cuz like obviously we we reading and we we also seen the documented lives and journeys of people too so that too is another like you know first layer mm-hmm. and strong foundation in terms of getting you know a great found, like example that we mm-hmm. can you, that we can model but i just found like within that season hearing other pastors and ministers that are doing amazing things for god share their stories really helped me mm-hmm. um to plug in that cable actually Mm-hmm. It's such a simple thing mm-hmm. that not many people will notice but it's something that's been ringing mm-hmm. in my head and that's why you just being here you you see how much of your story you shared mm-hmm. yeah we didn't just love love changing just fall from somewhere you mm-hmm. give us so much context mm-hmm. behind it and now we can see that even just the words there's revelation behind it mm-hmm. and i feel like it's so important for us to share those stories yeah, more. more that mm-hmm. way people connect more like obviously bringing the word you know bringing that revelation but then those examples those stories are really critical mm. especially for people that are still trying to explore so much of like mm. you know the spiritual that they, they don't really understand those concepts but by the time you break it down and give mm. a little bit more context from your journey and your story they're able to see themselves mm. there and then believe that they too can yeah. also get there i can i can 100% relate even just seeing that just seeing someone god can use I remember when I was just like the 2020 I talked about before then I never wanted to serve God I never even thought God could use somebody like us or someone like me because I thought I hadn't suffered you know when <laughs> you know when you see you hear of these the men of God or the apostles they've so they hey some of them what their eyes have seen eh But people like maybe if your parents took care of you, you ate bread and you know <laughs> you were you good. Breakfast. <laughs> the first day I saw a young man of God with a nice haircut, he looked good. I said, "Whoa!" I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You know, Lawrence Oyo that sang, "You are my daddy, my." I saw him. 
thank God he cut his hair. You know, he was looking so clean and so fresh. And I was just saying, wow, so God, you can use... <laughs> I couldn't believe it, you know. I could, <laughs> so I see what you mean by the power of witness. Mm. Just seeing someone, someone, you know, someone either bear the testimony with their words or just be that witness that, wow, this is possible. Yeah. All of a sudden, I thought, wow, so God, you can use the fresh. What kind of thing is that? So proud. <laughs> but yeah, Emmanuel, you might be right. We might split this into two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's wise. We've to said like hey, wait, let's keep going. We'll split it into, into yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you split the other, any other episode? No, no. no. This is too special. Are you, why why are you gassing yourself up? Why are you please don't split Shizu? Please try and make it one. I want this to no, be. No, she is very concise. Okay, good. She is straight to the point. Wow. So I'll be able to say that. Hi, I'm David Chumba, the guy the with, first two, with two episodes. Whoa, I'll it's, add it to my bio. Put it on Guinness. Guinness <laughs> one uh, calm down, calm down. <laughs> calm down. So your bio <laughs> safe. Okay, uh, but yeah, we've been talking about like what hinders people and then what from from hunger and thirst and what also um, pushes people to hunger and thirst. And I think we also defined like hunger and thirst like briefly as well. So then for people who want to take the next step, to pursue God wholeheartedly, but what would you recommend? Hmm. Holy Ghost, help us. So to to take the next step, it now where depending on where the step you currently are, hmm. now will determine exactly how someone would diagnose and prescribe. Yeah. But I think one of the underrated things is a pastor. People mm. like even I, I'm still trying. Mm-hmm. I'm still coming to the understanding of what a pastor does. Mm. You know, I thought they were just the guys that That's come so and preach important. and tell you to pay off him before you go. I didn't know. <laughs> oh. So the apostles just come and leave. <laughs> the apostles come and scatter everywhere <laughs> and they go. Don't ask for yeah, <laughs> like poor them. Yeah. <laughs> So, ah, no, that's not what I meant. Though. Hey! Because <laughs> I'm just picturing Pastor Kunle and Pastor Laura. They're just hearing it. See, see this David. Look at what he's just saying. That, no. But what I meant was, like, a pastor, like, everyone has the right. If you're a Christian, you have the right to having a shepherd, shepherd. Yeah. in human form. Or I'm not talking of, like, <laughs> just the Holy Ghost. Like, because Jesus ascended and he gave gifts mm. like what Peter was teaching us and one of the gifts is pastor for the yeah. perfecting of the saints it's possible to do it on your own <laughs> but it will take like lots of time lots of scars lots of uh, <laughs> I wanted to say aborting processes like it, it's it's like trying to derive a quadratic equation formula every yeah. time you have the question yeah you know, you're, you're working things from scratch. Meanwhile, you should just be building on legacy. Yes. And, and you know, so having a pastor is going to help. And I'm trusting God to even help me in this regard of not just having a pastor, but like the vulnerability, mm. you know, the honesty, accountability parts, you know. That's one thing I think someone asking this question needs. You have the right to a pastor. I don't mean the person that is preaching in the church who you are going i mean like somebody that is shepherding you 
somebody that you're account accountable to mm-hmm. and you're under their authority you know that's one of the things um and another thing is is a is will the will the will that is one of the things that betrays us our wills and and we don't understand how that we are in control of our will it's just that sometimes we are we have explored sin mm. so much that that will has been weakened and yeah. def- deflated slaves to yes so this the the way out is they that wait on the lord will renew their strength mm. so if you stay in the presence of god it can it can reignite, strengthen your resolve again. Mm. You, we so like there are times that I felt I didn't have the power to say no. Mm. You know, it's just because you've been out of source. Yeah. How can how long can fish stay it's out of water? water? I checked. It's ten minutes. <laughs> regular fish, like ten minutes. Mm. How long can he? Man, stay out of the presence of God. How long can he survive? You know, that one we'll have to experiment experiment with our lives. No, 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 don't experiment, <laughs> please. <laughs> because it's not, it's, it's not after the fish died. Uh-huh, like, you no, find uh-huh. that it was 10 minutes. You now find that, okay, so you check the timer. <laughs> no, that, okay, so this just reminds minutes. me of something <laughs> like, that Apostle no, Rome said. He was speaking about sin. Mm. And it was like, you know, con- like constant... Um, practice of sin starts to make you lose your saturation of God. Mm. And he was like, now, the research for anybody that wants to take it <laughs> is to see how much of that sin you can practice until your saturation hey. is good. Ah. He's like, that's for you to get research. Stop that for so remember can see. I'll leave that one for you. Yeah, I'll leave that one for you. It's been 10 years in wilderness. Apostar, remember. Wow. Man, so just to type the question, um, you can. Uh, another thing I, I, I support or I propose is be vulnerable with God. Mm. Be very, very vulnerable. There are those nights I would, when I just, even till now, but more when I just started exploring god you know not like till now if i'm being honest but then i would always see god like i I don't think you like me again (laughs) you know when you are when you are you're trying to blackmail god (laughs) ah if you stay out of the presence of god you will be a shadow of Uh, like the old you we just arise (laughs) arise arise (laughs) take your place so so if now let's not do apostolic way of experimenting <laughs> but if god has helped you with something mm. stay out of the presence yes, that yeah. stuff is coming it's just warming up it's saying <laughs> it's just stop, 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 <laughs> so so when you lose the rhythm of fellowship um brokenness being vulnerable you know how david was david messed up many psalms for me because he will be going well. You see, he will ask a tight and say, God, kill my enemy. Like he, he was just, he was too vulnerable. When I'm reading, I will be like, wow, this is beautiful. Ah, David. <laughs> David, this five and six, you spoiled it. And I hope when I meet him, we will iron this out. You know? But <laughs> Hi, my name is David. What's your name? 
but that's one of the things I learned. You can't blackmail God, so don't blackmail God. I also tried it, and God is. I found that He's not. So you have done your own face. Oh, I've, I've, I've tried. How much it. of this can I do? <laughs> I've tried to blackmail God. I've done. I've told God, Holy Ghost, if you don't. What does it mean to blackmail God? Hey, what does it mean? You can only try. God is you too can only try. secure. <laughs> There's so many yeah. things that you have to try. <laughs> God is too secure. He would yeah. just. He would just. <laughs> I think in the angels, I will even be laughing. Like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> he doesn't know this person. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember saying, God, because I sang one song, Lost in Your Love. I'm and, lost in your love. <laughs> the verse, I, I said, Lost in your love, just as I am. It's not a secret I'm loved. Then this part, I'm loved by you for whatever reason. Won't let me go. You won't move on. So in that period, I was feeling out of fellowship. I was feeling because then I didn't have to do much to experience God. You know, when God is trying to woo you, he will just be buying you flowers, giving you <laughs> things. Just So if I just close my eye, I'll just be in the zone. I'll just... so. One time now, I was when I grieved the Holy Ghost. Then, even if I don't repent, it will just it's just after some days, I'll just be back. Mm. So, I was thinking it was going to be the same. <laughs> so, and then nothing happened one day, two days, three days. So, I started praying to come back to the fellowship, mm. to come back to like to the place, you know, the place. There's a place I call the place of love, what you're saying, the secret place. There is a place of love that is so is so beautiful. It's so you know, but I was not I was not able again. It was as if I was evicted, or I, I don't know how to explain it. So you come with vulnerability and say, "God, I, I'm feeling away. I'm feeling too far. I don't feel like I can pray today. I can't come today. Can you you come? I, can you can you pull me? Can you you be vulnerable with God? God speak." Is a tender heart. One of the things God likes. You see how these children were just saying that they can embarrass you. They will call you out. They will say, Uncle, what's this thing on your head? Do you have chicken pox? <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a scar that you've been managing. <laughs> they are so vulnerable. They will come to God. You know, you a child can offend his mom and his mom will beat him and he will keep crying till that same mom carries him. He won't, he's, he's so vulnerable. He's... You know, so that's one of the things that I will. That's also a way to have an encounter, like because Jesus says, "Allow the little children to come." If Jesus sees someone that is tender-hearted, he sees someone that that has promise with him that I can do a lot here. Because for most people, God has to break the fallow ground. God has to break the stony heart. So if you now come with a tender heart, whoa, that's like God is saying, "Wow, me and this person can can, can right go far." Yeah. So, so the sin and the weaknesses are. Jesus believes that he can he can take care of that mm. if he can if he can secure your cooperation and your will and your surrender. He thinks that and he believes that the Holy Spirit can douse and neutralize every token of the fall. But most of us, which is another thing, an understanding of the mercy of God and the love of God, which is what David leveraged on. David would just say, don't look upon my sin. Or he would say, from my mother's womb, was, I was formed with iniquity. You know, he, David, David leveraged on the mercy of God. You and me, we, 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 like how I was doing, I would just wait for God to come for me. Mm. Meanwhile, 
the mercy of God is new every morning. If I knew then, like I knew now, <laughs> I thought then that if you come, because every time I was always saying, God, have mercy on me, and I was tired of myself. You know, so I was just letting, like, I thought this was too toxic. You know, every time you're saying, sorry, I thought that when I come again, the angels in heaven say, oh, this guy has come again. Oh, every time. <laughs> I didn't know that they were not keeping record. Yeah. I didn't know that they were expunging. You know, yeah. and a baby, a baby, how do I put it? Um, I've not seen a mother that beats his baby when they, let's say, they pull or they mess themselves up. The mother has factored it in. Her whole, her whole, whole relationship with this person in this season, that this person is going to be messing up. This person is going to, this is the time to, to pour the milk on the floor, to mess himself up. So the, the mother has, has forgiven or has, <laughs> she has preset herself. She has that disposition of undying love for the baby. If we can rightly discern ourselves as God's babies, my daddy, my daddy. <laughs> That's why I like that song. He says, my daddy, my daddy. You know, he's, he, and he says, your baby is singing. You know, that's a powerful, um, uh, yeah, it's a callback. It helps you align that, wow, so, so God, I'm your baby, you know. So being vulnerable with God is a way to take the next step. Talk to your pastor. Your pastor will be able to hold your hands and, you know, walk you through the, the walk, you know. And I... I highly recommend the Holy Spirit. I have so much respect for Jesus. You know, they they are able to, in their time, that's another thing, time, time. Dispensation that we're in. Yeah. yeah. Like time, time is able to make all the dots connect. You know, time, time, people beat themselves up also because they are not seeing the progress. We are not seeing the progress we envisioned as at this time, I'm supposed to have broken, you know, through. I'm supposed to have, you know, grown this much. Meanwhile, God, our intercessor and our our high priest is 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 saying, give this guy more time. Imagine going to a a tree that they just planted or a crop. You just plant something and you're expecting to see fruit immediately. It's unfair. So time. So be patient with yourself and enjoy the process. Yeah. And if that tree grows out too fast, the sun will beat it down. Mm. Like, yeah. It just, will not have... It yeah, will be firm. You start again. Mm. So. Uh, oh, um, funny. I actually didn't even prep for this, for this specific question. But yeah, David, you really like I answered it a lot. Um, I was sharing with someone, I said that one of the ways to, a lot of the times when you struggle, or when we struggle to hear God's voice, um, it's because it's not familiar, because God is always speaking. One of the ways to know what God sounds like is to read his letters. Mm. So read God's word. Make sure mm. you're consuming God's word, and then we can accurately discern um, his voice. Because those words are spirits. Mm. As you are reading it, it's speaking to you. 
So then when we say like, oh, the Holy Spirit told me this, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit told me that, it's because um, we spend time discerning, we spend time reading and like basically eating mm. um, God's word. So, mm. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mm. One more. One more is like, one more. I'm soaked. <laughs> you said it. Yeah, David, I've already packed my mic by the time David was speaking. <laughs> um, but you've honestly said it all. Just to echo the things that you've said. I know you spoke about vulnerability. Mm. Um, obviously, like if you're just sensing that you, 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 you want to desire God more. You want to desire God more. You want to invest more time in the realm of the spirit. And that's the truth. I mean, I was actually having a conversation with Pastor Lolody. And it's the same way we're just establishing. Pastor Lolody. Pastor Lolody is Pastor Dyer's wife. She's the... Do we to use first, first lady in this no, church? No, no, no. I like to use co-pastor. Pastor Mrs. Or Lolody, like... Nimi says Lolady. <laughs> she doesn't want the pastor. She doesn't send all those ones. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Of is in Toronto. <laughs> the same way we were establishing, like, well, not establishing, but just drawing similarities from the things that you see, repeated things like, you know, burn for God. Mm. My conversation with her was like, I literally went through like a couple of our sermons since like 2020 mm. up until 2023. And it was a consistent thing in every, every, Every single sermon, even if she's of just hers? leading, yeah. Where are they? So you have to pick it. You have oh, to so pick it's not it by, compiled. It's so the sermons are published on YouTube. Ooh, that's a but good you have assignment. to YouTube might, might like a playlist. We should, we should of, do that. We yeah, do that. of PMSs, right? And like each pastor as well, like Pastor yeah, Kobe, yeah. PJ, Pastor Laura yeah. as well. Yeah, okay. we do that. See, yeah. I mean, let's take them global. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the glory. I think Pastor Jennifer listens to this. Yeah, you know. I, know. I don't know if other pastors listen, but she listens. No, Hi, sure PJ. You know, huge fan here. Yeshua. Please be on um, But yeah, in terms of the message, it was something that I picked up and I was just like sharing with her of how consistent it has been. Mm. And one of the things that she sees... And it's almost like it's a line. The same way you say burn for God. It's almost mm. as though she's seeing that line. She says, you cannot expect to have the same results as someone that has invested time mm. in the spirit of God, in the presence of God. She says, you can't, she says, God is not partial. God is not unfair. Mm. God is not partial. God is not unfair. I can, I can, I can see it's playing <laughs> back right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you listen, you might, you, might pack, you might pick up those messages. But just to say that, you know, you look at, you look, you look within introspection and you also look within your your community of believers and you know you obviously see that there are people there like spending time in the presence of God with his word in prayer and desire those things. I think the first layer for you is just to come back to God and just openly speak to him in prayer and just communicate to him that you need his spirit to help you, to help you tarry in the place of prayer, help you spend more time with his word. And I would just say like when you're starting off, don't, be like set your expectations and you can set them as high as possible but you know also plan for growth pace yourself out for growth mm. um i think there was a message i was listening to by brother billy akoni and he was just talking about altars mm. and he was saying how that we should never bank our christian experiences out of the experience or the encounter of another 
So you can hear someone say, oh, I've been praying for eight hours. I've been mm. studying my word for four hours. Mm. Don't let that be your own source of now whipping yourself up. Don't mm. bank your Christian experience just up based off of like the results mm. that other people have seen. He says, come back to God, pray about it. And, you know, based off your leading, if you're, if you're, if you believe that you can do 15 minutes today, but you have that mindset of growth in such a way that in your journey, you like, obviously you see that progression. It might start off as 15 minutes and then you progress to 30 minutes, progress to 45, progress to one hour, progress to two hours. And he also gave his own, his own story where he was seeing so many men of God say, I'm two hours, four hours. And he's like, I don't understand this thing. Mm. And then I started in prayer. Now, this is someone that you know, was leading. And there's the key to examples. Mm. So as I was listening to, so I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. But he was like, you know, at that time he could, he could spend, you know, I, I think it was 45 minutes. And then he was telling us of how it was like in one hour in this season of his life of consistent prayer. And it was helping him so much. And what he's saying is that, even if it's 15 minutes, he says build an altar yeah. at that 15 minutes. Make it of quality. Don't mm. necessarily beat yourself up about the time. Mm. He says that is your own experience and encounter with God. Make it as credible as though it was mm. two hours, four mm. hours, eight hours. Mm. Make it as credible as that. Believe that this is the time of quality. I'm spending the presence of my father. Set up altars with that. And as, as you grow from 15 to 30 minutes, set up another altar there. Mm. I should grow from 30 to 45, one hour, keep on doing it repeatedly. And I think the, the entire essence was wherever you encounter God, wherever you experience God, build an altar there. Mm. It is your own experience. Mm. And God wants you to raise up an altar from there mm. where you offer all that sacrifice that we've been talking about. Yeah. Mm. And you begin to encounter more of his presence. Mm. So in this space of prayer, you know, you believe that, okay, it's 15 minutes I can start off with now. And let's not trust that our friends, just because they are coming to church, you know, they are so mm. consistent with these things. There are people that are actually struggling, you know, they started off, I you know, they, they started off, you know, strong and all of a sudden that fire is out. Mm. So it might seem as though 15 minutes, you're like, ah, someone can pray for 15 minutes. Mm. Well, that could just be like exactly. you know, this start of their journey mm. and never judge people on the mm. fact that you are doing two hours, they are doing 15 yeah. minutes. Like, why? Why? Mm. <laughs> if God is not doing that. I mean, the and the truth is that God really wants us to fellowship. And I think that that's, yeah. that's a really good foundation for us to establish. That God wants you to himself even more than you even want him. Exactly. Mm. God desires wow. you even more than you think you desire God. Wow. And that's the truth. He has so much to show you. A lot of times when I picture like my relationship with God, I just picture a father holding my hand. Mm. And there's this scripture in the, in, the, in the word of God that talks about God carrying us like a father carries a son. And I don't know why that scripture always speaks to me. If you can, you know, get into that mindset of the fact that God is your father, he's holding you through every single journey and his desire for you is progression, his desire for you is deeper, then you would not be so hard on yourself and you'd be able to always maximize that time and space that you're in. So please go back in prayer. There was a scripture that came in. Um, I know this was one of the scriptures I was led to during 5 a.m. prayers, but it's Isaiah 59 verse 1. And it's the second part of the scripture talking about prayer and when you're communicating your desires to God. It says, uh, let me see. It says, it says, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. This second part is where we're going to. It says, neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. So, Please, child of God, when you go back to God in prayer, just believe as the word of God says that his ear is not heavy, that he cannot hear you. Mm. And the truth is that even if you're whispering it, God hears you. If it's yeah. just a thought in your heart, God hears you. Mm. 
if it's a thought that's ruminating, if it's spoken silently, God hears you. His ear is not heavy. It's, it's almost as though he's pressing, he's pressing. It's almost yeah. like someone wants to hear the conversation that's going oh. on. Yeah. And God is omnipresent. His presence is everywhere. Mm. Just muscle that, because the devil can bring guilt. Muscle mm. that mm. boldness to come into his presence and say, God, I need your help. Mm. And it's a prayer of, you know, grace to, what grace really is, is the divine of, is this supply of divine ability mm. to furnish the expectations of God. Mm. The supply of wow. divine ability to furnish the expectations of God. So that's pretty much like, you know, God expects us to spend time in his presence. But for some reason, there's like this gap mm. in between that expectation and what you you're currently responding to mm. and his grace is able to grace is able to remove our incapabilities mm. and supply us with divine ability to now begin to do those things that god expects of us and the truth is if god wants to establish anything on this earth part of what he makes available is his grace yeah. if he's like there needs to be a revival in canada he's going to make yeah. grace available to those people that he's going to use as vessels to make that thing available so God expects us to come into his presence. God expects us to have time, fellowship with him. And if you believe that there's a gap anywhere, just ask him for grace. Ask yeah. him for grace. Pray. Be sincere. And, you know, he's definitely going to open up. Now, talking about examples, maybe I should give my own example. Please. In please. terms of grace. And it was a lesson that the Holy Spirit actually taught me in terms of when we're speaking about like desire, thirst, and hunger. So I think... It was, was it like 2021, thereabout? I was in this season where I was just telling God, God, I desire you more. I really want to have a fresh desire for your word. I think it was just the word at that time. Like I was like, I really want to study my Bible more. I really want to study my Bible more. I want to have a fresh desire. I remember where I was. I was on my bed. <laughs> I was lying down and I was still making those heart cries to God. Remember when we said the air of God is, is not heavy that you cannot hear? It was a heart cry. It was a heart cry to God. And I just heard the Spirit of God say to me, I want you to act believing that you already have this mm -hmm. thing. And it was a type of thing where I believe that, you know, how grace was working in my head is that I believe that, you know, someone just lay hands on you, just fall all of a sudden. When you get up, all you just mm -hmm. want to do is just study the word. Mm -hmm. And because I was not having that, all I want to do is study the word. Mm -hmm. I was not picking up my Bible and actually studying. But what he was saying to me that day is, Pick up your word and be and be and be reading as though you think as as wow. though you believe that you already have the grace for two hours mm -hmm. and just see see what will happen. So it's faith. and since yeah. yeah faith and since that day is it's action yeah it's and faith and faith, faith it, action. requires mm. action. Faith, faith action. requires action. So we're saying act as though you believe you already. I remember and immediately it thought just came up like whenever I'm going to work because I think at that time I just started work. And he thought just came to mind, whenever I'm going to work, what do I spend my, 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 mm. my transit time doing? Pick up the word. And I, that's, that's me believing I already have the grace to just be so engulfed with a desire for him that I want to spend time in his word, mm. spend time in prayer. Since that day, <laughs> since that day, mm. and obviously we're trusting God for progression, but that day was mm. really when I just, I, I, there was a change in my posture, not only in the realm of the spirit, but physically I got up from bed Picked up my Bible and I just started reading, 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 reading. And I like the grace was there all along. I just really needed to put faith into it and put action into it. And this is an example for someone that I was actually speaking to someone about this yesterday. Like, take that bold action, believing that you already have that thing that you're praying to God for. 
you know, I think it's part of the Bible, right? When Jesus sees when you pray, let's find it. <laughs> let's, let, let's find it. Like let's the, find it. When you pray, perfect. believe that. Okay. When you pray, mm. believe. And Jesus always says that. Yes. Father, I know you heard me. Mm. Okay. So Mark 11 verse 24. Yes. Jesus always says, Father. Uh, Mark 11, 24 says, I tell you, you can pray for anything and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Mm. If you believe that you have received it, received this in the past tense. Yeah. Received it in the past tense. And so I guess I was acting upon that fresh revelation that it's not like we pray for these things, but don't just expect this false. And I don't know where that mindset came from that Everything has to be dramatic. Yeah, everything has to be dramatic, and all of a sudden, like things just have to come. Like I'm just, I'll just be telling people, I just, it's just in my bones mm. that I cannot like I've, I've stop fire shit up in the world, <laughs> and I cannot stop praying now. That's what I was expecting. Yeah, but no, I had to get up and I had to act on it. And ever since then, it's just been that. And I think that you know, just speaking, like pray and believe. If that 15 means that you've set, please set it to be a time of quality and just maximize that time. And, you know, as you're trusting God for more grace, if you just, there's a prompt in your spirit that now it's time to dial it up from 15 to 30. You know, just go in, trusting God that you can do it. There are so many things I thought I could never do, but mm. going in actually and just doing, I was like, wait, so it wasn't as hard as, you know, it was in my head and I actually could do this. Now I want to do it again. Praise God. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Think you guys should... you mean Omar? <laughs> For PT, you guys then. are deep. I think you guys should start a podcast or something. <laughs> good one, good one, good one. Thank you, thank you. Like, yeah. but that's that's far. Off. Yeah. Hmm. All right, um, David. It's usually custom for us to invite our guests to pray for our listeners, so people mm. are hearing this, and obviously, like you know, there's a shift happening as they're listening to this. Yes. Um. So please pray for them, and obviously, you know. Someone might be listening for the first time, or maybe they are, they are you know, repeat listeners, but then they haven't made the decision for Jesus. So mm. let's rem- remember that um, he's the way. Mm. He's the way. So everything we're asking has to, is accessed in Christ. Yes. In Christ. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. As we have been speaking, you know, the atmosphere is just so charged and we've gotten to the place. There's so much power and literally anything we declare now you know that this power in line with this witness and this emphasis you know we are going to see the manifestation you know but you say we should pray for you know so let's we father we we thank you for this mighty privilege and this great honor to to dwell in your presence to have a thing to do with you we give glory to your great name Father, we come on the grounds of your love, uh, on the premise of your overwhelming, unending, undying love. How that we were yet sinners, but you, you gave yourself up for us. And so, Father, for everyone that is still outside or that is still away from home, for everyone whose soul is yet to experience its escape, Father, we, we, we plead the blood of Jesus over those ones, over every heart that is broken, over every life that has been taken. 
Father, we, we, we tender the blood of Jesus and by the power of the Spirit of God, we call them forth now. We call them forth into their rest. We make demands for mercy. You say that we should come boldly onto your throne of grace to obtain mercy. And so, Father, we make demands on mercy, mercy. Let your mercy reign. We ask you to show mercy to everyone that is listening and that is on the edge. That you show mercy. Let, let everyone experience your mercy. And Father, we begin to decree and prophesy encounters upon encounters. Grace upon grace. We, we by your spirit, reactivate a hunger and thirst that, that one will not be able to recover from. We ask that for every grace, for every resource, spiritual resource that has been wasted or abandoned or neglected, that a fresh unction, a fresh anointing begins to come upon every listener, everyone that, that is at the early stages of their work with you. We ask that you release grace, grace. We ask that their paths will align and they will come across helpers, pastors, the ones that you've placed in their lives. We ask that everyone that is compromised, everyone that is weak, everyone that is unsteady, we ask that you make their hands strong. We ask that you release strength in the inner man. We ask that your light, your mighty light that is able to make manifest will shine over everyone. Everyone that is listening, we ask that your light will shine and darkness will disappear. And under this light, we begin to prophesy progress. We begin to prophesy emergence. I see people rising, rising, rising. And people are, are, are rising as tall as giants from the ashes, from the ashes. And Father, we ask that your will be done in our lives, in our time. Uh, and Father, those ones that you have called amongst us to be leaders of, gener of this generation under the sound of our voice today, we ask that the, the, an unrest will be activated that will, that will steer them in, the, in a pursuit of purpose and destiny in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Amen. Thank you so Thanks much, David. God. It was a pleasure to have you. Please set it in your heart to the fact that we'll be inviting you again. I was yeah, more sure, than blessed. Sure. Yeah, same. I've I've never stepped out of a bog recording saying to myself, I need to go back and listen. And again. listen. Again. But like this, this one, one needs to come out. I want to put it on repeat. That worship, I mean, well, my worship will not cease being on repeat, but this one needs this to one constantly needs to, be yeah, on repeat. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like there's so much to decipher. One listen is not good enough. Yeah. yeah definitely. Oh, wow. Definitely. Thank you. Thank I'm, you I'm so much. I'm blown away. I think I mean, so I want to listen to <laughs> and be blessed, you know. <laughs> you know, thank you so much. Yeah. God bless you. It's a privilege and to be and an honor to have you here. Mm. Same here, same here. I'm just a shepherd boy, you know. I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, true. I'm just humble, you know. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let me do like a plug. Let sure. everyone. Yes, um, yes The please. love chant you've been talking Where about. Where can we find you? Yeah. Okay. If you insist, if you insist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you can find love chants 
not just love chant if you search on youtube every platform itunes spotify my name is david chinwuba c-h-i-n-w-u-b-a um the first single was the ransom for me and then we did an album called love dimension that has love chant on it and then there's rejoice that we released this year and our next single that's in the works we've been working on this for almost a yeah. year we have punched ourselves <laughs> me homer um i say homer no scratch that <laughs> I, what? I, I withdraw David. that oh yeah please turn off his mic <laughs> since you want to scratch me out me oba so we royals can't see royals we worked mm-hmm. on we worked on um falling for you yeah. me oba Manny, Jojo, you know, we put together a song, you know, we produced it ourselves, uh, ourselves, and it's called Falling For You. It's going to drop by God's grace. Shout out July. to Chief Oba. 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 Uh, <laughs> the, the guy. Yeah, Oba Okus. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much. Thank you for the support, Homer and P. Dams. God bless you. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Mike, I'm going to update your resume and cover later. Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> uh, on the you book podcast? On, on the Grammy Award winning yeah. podcast. Amen. Featured on... Fate. That fate we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Believe <laughs> you've received exact. it. Wow. Act on it. So you got to edit your resume today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fate if we don't act. It's, uh, good. it's belief. Uh, mm, <laughs> I think we should start the episode again. Stop, Let's stop, start. Stop. It's not, I never come up with this one. This one is, like, I think it was... Uh, Pastor Jennifer's manifestation yeah, versus yeah, yeah. faith. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Okay. Video just, is it the one you did on stage? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, okay, that okay. one yeah, for well. live yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. But oh, so you've like had that twice? Well, no, that was a... Like, it was a live... Oh, edition so of, the of the recording. Mm-hmm. It is a part of the podcast, okay. but we did it live as well. As well oh, yeah. I so see everything what you heard saying. on there, it's still also on the part podcast of it as well. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. People just hear this thing say, Wow, I think we should open cases, send, mm-hmm. we should send PDAMs mm-hmm. to go and be the pastor. We should send Homer. <laughs> and then we should sue it. Can we cut David's mic? Life. Yes, we can. Anyways, so thank you guys so much. <laughs> thank you so <laughs> much. Uh, we're going so to like, cut David. Let me call your Uber because I will suggest that you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much. We are looking forward to seeing you in the next uh, episode. Yeah. Bye. 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 So loved. There is something in my... <laughs>